Welcome to a very special shortcast, the Brian Sanderson podcast. We are a bunch of mega fans giving you the news, discussions, and a whole lot of opinions on Brandon's work in the Cosmere. Today, we have a lot of stuff and a lot of crazy stuff to discuss. But before we go into that, I am Evgeny. You may know me as Argent. And joining me is Grace. Hello. I am Gator Girl, and I was awoken from my ancient slumber by the rumblings of the fan community. <laughs> down down in, in Gator River. Uh, and also joining me for this impromptu recording is Marvin. Hi, I'm Pedro, and I brought back the hype train because uh, you'll understand why. <laughs> there are hype things to be talked about. Mm -hmm. However, before we talk about all the hype things, there was an announcement today on, on Brandon's YouTube channel. And if you haven't seen that, uh, you probably should because we are going to spoil the heck out of that, that announcement. Uh, it was a 16-minute video and there was a live stream after that. So you want to make sure you're caught up on all this stuff. And for your convenience, the link to that video announcement, announcement as well as the Kickstarter and all the other stuff that we can find useful is going to be down in the description or in the upper right corner, which, because I don't know how to YouTube, might be in one of these two places. Okay, good, three, two, one, we're about to go into spoilers. Cool, let's spoil the announcement. You know how we've had this this pandemic for the last couple of years and people have been, have been cooped up in their homes and, and just getting stir crazy and not knowing what to do? Well, Brandon dealt with that by writing five, 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 now, now one, <laughs> Five new novels. Now, four of them are Secrets. novels. One of them is a ones. secret in novel. To the ones he was, yeah, in addition to the ones he was already writing. So. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's secret Chris. to the extent that not even his team knew. Only like his his direct immediate, like Emily and his kids knew about these novels. Yeah. So uh, the first one. The first secret project he wrote, I think, at the beginning of 2020, roughly, and it was kind of a gift for his wife, Emily Sanderson. Uh, and only she knew about it, and, and he was kind of giving her chapters as he was writing them. And at, at some point, they apparently decided, at, at her encouragement, to actually make this available to other people as well. Uh, by that time, we had a second and later a third fourth uh, <laughs> secret project, uh, all of which are full-length adult-ish uh, uh, sci-fi fantasy novels, about 400 pages on the Kickstarter. Yes, there is a Kickstarter. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, all of them planned to come out in 2023, kind of one story every quarter, every three months. So that's the, that's the gist of the announcement. Before we, we talk about the Kickstarter, how are we feeling about this? Uh, I'm... I'm still in shock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see Gator Girl EXE has stopped working. <laughs> it, is, it is very, very exciting news. But I... Mm. I do think like we have a while before the first one will be released, so I have plenty of time to like internalize that these books are coming. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Marvin, are you excited uh, or are you just I'm, like meh? I'm super excited. Like, I, for those who don't know, Bren in his weekly update uh, the day before this announcement was like, 
he pre-announced the announcement and people were really worried about what it might be and most people assumed it would be like okay he has to uh, turn down the notch a little bit to write fewer books and now he has written five books <laughs> in the last two years so uh, I couldn't be happier um, it it is it is fantastic um those of you, uh, dear listeners and viewers, who have been in the fandom long enough might remember uh, the time, I, I'm not going to remember the year correctly, but around 20, 2014, 2015, uh, when the Shadows of Self and Bands of Morning were announced. And, and we were, those of us who were around at the time, were so thrilled that we were getting uh, a Mistborn novel in like Q4 of, of mm-hmm. one year and then the sequel to that January the following year and that was just oh my god two novels in like three months and then we finished Bands of Morning and there was a page at the end that said oh by the way um, I also wrote the secret history thing you can find it here so I, I find that this announcement uh, recaptures a lot of that feeling for me where Things are moving along, things are fine, and then Brandon unleashes the deluge of content <laughs> mm-hmm. upon the unsuspecting and innocent readers. Um, and and he says in the video that it worked very much the same way for him, where he didn't have pressures from editors or from publishers or from anyone, really. He just could write the things that he wanted to write at his own pace. So with that being said... Let's uh, let's go over the Kickstarter very quickly. Um, you will find a lot more information there. And then we're going to talk about the individual stories because on the live stream today, uh, Brandon gave us a little, a little, not even a preview, a little teaser of a preview mm. about some things about the individual stories. So Kickstarter, we have essentially... Uh, so it is live right now, and it's going to be live for the rest of March. Uh, there are essentially two categories of tiers in there. You can get just the books, which are uh, 2023, one book every three months. Uh, and you can get those in a variety of different formats. You can get the ebook, you can get an audiobook, you can get a hardcover, or you can get all of them. Uh, notably, if you get the hardcover, which is a premium hardcover that, that is exclusive to the Kickstarter, that, that won't be available after the Kickstarter ends. There might be a traditionally published hardcover and or paperback later. That is uncertain. But this premium hardcover is just for the Kickstarter. But if, So if you get the audiobook or the hardcover, you also get the ebook for free with that automatically. Mm. Uh, so that is one. Of the categories and the other category is uh same stuff but also you get what is essentially a sanderson or a dragon steel subscription box where uh for the 12 months of 2023 on the months in which there is no book you get what is essentially a loot box filled mm-hmm. with various goodies such as t-shirts, maybe bookmarks. We don't we don't have details on what these things are going to be. And each month is going to have a different theme. And the first one, so in January, you're going to get the first secret project story, which as of the time of the recording, we don't know what that is, but two days after today, so on Thursday, March the 3rd, we will. 
And then February, we get a site to verse themed box and March is a Hoid theme box and so on. And I'm pretty sure he did specifically reference um, like Hoid art coming in that Hoid box that has, he's been using in like the thumbnails for the streams and stuff. Oh, I would love I'm pretty that. sure I heard yeah. that. So are you are you guys excited for anyone specific loot box? So we have Cytoverse, Hoid, Mistborn, Cosmere, Warbreaker, Stormlight, and then kind of a generic... Oh, we have Elantris Emperor So, and we have kind of a generic Sanderson fan box. Yeah, I'm probably not getting the loot boxes. <laughs> I'm sticking with the, the books, just because I'm not really a huge like loot person i That's am very cool. excited though that the, about seeing the art that is going to come in these books because mm -hmm. that is he has having end pages and some like full color illustrations for all of these four books and i believe it says four illustrations commissioned specifically for these books per book mm-hmm which obviously it's not Stormlight level of, oh, you got 30 pages of stuff inside. <laughs> yeah. But also these are not Stormlight sites, right? So this is this is incredible. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Marvin? How are you feeling about these boxes? So uh, I will get them, even though it's going to be a little tough for us EU folks uh, with the shipping. I am, I am sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, it. I've used it by now, like just ordering from Brandon's store and the uh, Wave Kings Kickstarter already like conditioned me to expect these kind of shipping prices, unfortunately, but you can't do much about that. Um, but what, uh, the box that I'm actually pretty excited about is the Elantris one, because we don't have much at all, uh, like merch uh, related and things like that about Cell. So we do have like Stormlight Archive. I honestly don't know what they want to put in that one because we have so much swag already from the Kickstarter. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more excited than I expected about the Elantris one simply because we don't have anything really that uh, is Elantris related. Like we have the one um, Soul Stamp t-shirt or whatever, and that's pretty much it, I think. So, um, yeah, I don't even yeah. think we have like an Aeon t shirt, right? I don't think we do, no. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. Or Elantris. Yeah, it's understandable in a way because it's the oldest story and like he didn't have all this machinery then, but uh, it's cool to see it get some love. Yeah. I think if I were to get the loot box, I probably would be a most hype about Warbreaker. Just because, like, if art is one of the things that is potentially mm -hmm. coming in the loot boxes, I I know Warbreaker is gonna have some good art in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to an illustration that is Fifty Shades of Red. <laughs> it is, it is light songs. Just everything is red, but 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 re realistically, so not everything is red. There are actual like. There's a bunch of different red in there, but they're all within like one hex value mm. of of one another. Yeah. And so, if you are a computer, you can you can <laughs> actually see uh, the the what was it, the Battle of Twilight Falls. Yeah. Um, but but you actually can. I I would love that. That'd be a that, great thing. That would be amazing. <laughs> Just people are going to throw away this basically solid page of red and you are like oh it's uh, <laughs> the best thing ever cool we we know kind of what the what the kickstarter model looks like 
uh, we know that there is a gorgeous, gorgeous illustration of Hoyd uh, on the page there as a video thumbnail. If you haven't seen it, go see it. It looks amazing. That is by, that's by, by Howard Lyon. Now let's talk about the cover mock-ups. So these are not final, in part because it's a secret project on them. It doesn't say the title. Um, <laughs> but in part because these are going to go through some iterations and stuff like that. Let's talk about them. What do you guys think? How are you feeling? Uh, do you want to speculate on what each or some of these are? Which one is the non-Casmere story? Which one is your favorite? I feel like the yeah. non-Casmere one, yeah. The non-Casmere one is pretty obvious because yeah. uh, the second one shows Earth, so... Okay, yeah. well, that was that was an easy question. Okay. <laughs> but it could, it could have been the Little Mermaid one. It- yeah, that, that's one thing. Every time I see that, it just feels very reminiscent of that shot in like the Disney mm-hmm. Little Mermaid where she's on the rocks and shoots up and there's the water behind her. <laughs> I'm like wondering how intentional that was on Brandon's part and like what it could mean for the story if it was. Yeah. I do love all of them. Like they, mm-hmm. the, the style of them I really, really like. Um, it's not the conventional style that we are used to from Brandon books, I feel, because they're always more illustrated. But these are uh, these more, this more abstract style is also something I really, really like. Yeah, yeah these are uh, obviously these are very monochrome, uh, not in a in a black and white gray kind of meaning, but you know they they have a single color that dominates all of them, except for um, well. Let, let's say a couple of colors. And mm-hmm. then all of them have a very strong silhouette and are not very detailed, right? So in the first one, you have this giant moon? Yeah, star? some celestial body. Yeah. yeah. Giant moon-ish. celestial body uh, in the background uh, with this, this strong... It, it it's probably not a mermaid. Realistically, there's probably no <laughs> yeah, mermaids probably. in in the Cosmere. <laughs> but 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 you have the little mermaid silhouette in front, and then second one is the infamous by now, um, uh, uh, gun wizard mm-hmm. uh, who's stepping out of a perpendicularity onto <laughs> Earth. Somehow, here is the Cosmere non Cosmere crossover we've been waiting for, and then uh, we have this this gorgeous. I absolutely adore this one very timey-wimey <laughs> figures doing doing a thing it almost mm-hmm. they, they seem like to, they, they kind of mirror each other in a way and then think, for grace oh number three is the one where i look at and i'm the most confused about what is going on <laughs> that is true yeah but it's also my favorite uh, despite that because i don't know it just it looks really cool. I don't know why, but yeah, I really yeah. like it. I think it because it tells you so little is why I like it. Like the other ones, I could guess at some stuff, but three is like, okay, it's two people. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's a little more abstract than the mm-hmm. others, right? Because because these lines <laughs> don't really tell you what's going Because in the first one, you, you can see waves and they are clearly yeah. waves and they're probably not meant to represent anything <laughs> other than waves. <laughs> Uh, but this one, yeah. are we looking at like some kind of portal? Are they falling into some magical thing? Um, 
is are they not falling at all? Is this just kind of like an entirely its own artistic interpretation of stuff? I don't know. Oh god, it's like yeah. this. What's it? Was it called a seventh box of Pandora or whatever? The story where like they have mini the mini incarnation incarnation of Pandora, right? Where they have like these mini gravitational things. Uh. I don't know what it was, and it's like people on two different one of those. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> and and to me, at least, the last one is kind of the least interesting. It looks very mm-hmm. action hero, movie poster, alpha guy with, I guess, it's probably not a grenade, but it looks like <laughs> a, an exploding grenade. <laughs> Just kind of looking badass into the distance. Yeah, yeah you got mm-hmm. some sci-fi-y things floating in the sky in the background. Yeah, yeah. And a weird sort of sun or something in the background as well. I get, uh, yeah. The way it has like this, is it, it could be a ring structure, I guess, around the actual sun. I don't know. It's yeah. It's a little odd. At a at a glance, I saw that as like like circular pulses. Because mm-hmm. I mm. think I was focusing on just the little thin lines. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But yeah. there is something else there, right? The kind yeah. of the the grayish stuff. Yeah. Almost like it's like a dome with like a window out to the sun or something. Could be, yeah. Hmm. I can see that, yeah. And uh, quickly going back to the first uh, cover, something I just noticed there's like uh, below the left hand of the mermaid, <laughs> there's also something there. It, uh, I, I don't know what it could be. It looks a little bit like it could be a chalice or something, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This like... Oh yeah, there is something. Yeah. Thing. So, Interesting. I don't know what what that could be, but uh, yeah, it's it definitely doesn't look like it's part of the rock uh, at the very least. Yeah, I'm I'm sure we're gonna overanalyze the heck out of those. <laughs> oh <products>. yeah. <laughs> I I also find like the colors chosen to be so interesting, like. The green on the first one to me almost looks like a like sickly green, and like if that mm-hmm. means anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Okay, I'm I'm sure things will come to our minds as uh, as we are moving forward, and we might revisit these covers later in this special, uh, hopefully short episode. But why don't we why don't we actually talk about the books? Obviously, we know very, very, very little about them. We have like literally bullet points worth of information mm-hmm. about each one, um, yes. and not even not even each one. Like, but it is something, and it mostly comes from the live stream. So let's go over it. So for the first book, the Little Mermaid one, we know that. It's going to have the craziest world building of all of the four of them in terms of like a lot closer to Stormlight in terms of like weird biology and terrain and things than Mistborn. Uh, This is set on a new world. It's going to reference other Cosmere things. It's going to be a good entry point for new readers. Uh, it's most similar to the third book on this list, and it has a very different voice from anything else Brandon has written. And some of these are points that are going to be shared between all of them. So, for example, mm-hmm. all of these uh, take place on on worlds that we haven't seen before. 
obviously kind of except for the second one, non-Casmir one, because yeah. there's Earth yeah. there and we've kind of seen Earth, but it's um my impression at least is that it's not like one of the Earths that we mm -hmm. have seen so far. Like it's I not agree, necessarily yeah. Reckonverse or Cytoverse or or Woldverse. <laughs> it is Woldsmere. It, well, oh the Woldsmere, that's right. Mm. Yes, it is the Woldsmere. So I have a bit of a theory on this book Ooh. based largely on the cover. Uh, but I think I and nothing directly contradicts it. I think that this book is going to be set on one of the other inhabited worlds of the Dromonad system. So like second of the sun or third of the sun, mm -hmm. probably called by whatever the planet's name in that culture is, because it would be a little bit surprising if they shared the same naming convention as first of the <laughs> sun is. Yeah. Because yeah, like valid. we know all of those planets have water as some sort of important feature for them, not just first of the sun. And water seems to be one of the main defining things of that cover. Arguably. It, it's <laughs> one of the four things that we have on the cover, mm -hmm. right? We have yeah. water, celestial body, rock, and not a mermaid. And I do think that it would work as well as like it could reference the cosmere, but not necessarily like I could see it being somewhat like six of the dusk in that way, but referencing it less so, uh, I guess. So, um, because it would make sense for the ones above to come to all those planets in that system. Like, why would mm. they only come to first of the sun? And when they're already there, they might as well pay a visit to the other ones. So I could see it being another future um, era novel without too many hints that it's actually in the future. Um, because I don't know, the ones above are only just arriving. Um, yeah, that, so it would make a lot of sense to me as well if it was uh, in the Drominate system. Um, yeah. I can see that. And it would fit with, uh, if you recall, um, in, in a recent spoiler live stream, I believe, Brandon did say that there were multiple future era Cosmere things coming down the pipeline. And he said before Stormlight 5. Mm -hmm. And at the time, a lot of us were like, wait, that, but, but Stormlight <laughs> 5 is, it's in like one year. You can't do that, Brent. Apparently, Brandon can do that. Uh, so yes, it is can. fully possible that any one of these, if not all of these, can be like future, not necessarily space age Cosmere, but like just taking place in the future. Yeah. Plus, mm -hmm. if, um, if it does incorporate like the ones above, that could make sense with some kind of celestial body playing prominently on the cover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. actually bombarding the planet with the moon. <laughs> oh no! It's the darkest timeline. Yeah. You're like, we can't interfere in this world, but on this one, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, they, they do a different thing with each world. It's uh, like this one it happens to be the ap apocalypse one. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, so second one, uh, non-Cosmere story seems like because there's there's Earth on on the cover. And Brandon also confirmed this as non-Cosmere yeah. in the the live stream. Oh sure, yeah, <laughs> I was paying attention to that one and not processing things he had said 15 minutes ago. Uh, but speaking of things he had said 15 minutes ago, this one will apparently quote or include excerpts from other things that Brandon had written. 
which is very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a little Alcatrazy in the way that um, Alcatraz's mother was reading Mistborn, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it reminds me of that. So, so maybe it's kind of a jokey, quirky. Yeah, I'm just gonna have fun with 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 the genre, whatever the genre mm-hmm. is. Gun wizards. Yeah. <laughs> The cover seems very multiverse to me, so I was I was wondering if maybe it's something where these different Earths all exist in the multiverse, and he has a copy of like the in-world version of Alcatraz. Oh, <laughs> becoming recursive. Boys. It's, a, <laughs> it's a multiverse within the multiverse. <laughs> Go away, you! You ain't got nothing on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I- I mean, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think Brandon mentioned that one of them would be more YA uh, some, somewhere. And he was thinking about uh, like the fifth book he's writing is a middle grade one. And I think at least one of these would be YA. But I, may, maybe I'm conflating it with State of the Sanderson right now because things move really fast earlier. Yeah. Um, so the fifth book, which is not a part of this, but is is one of the books that he wrote, mm-hmm. um, is called Super Awesome Danger. Um <laughs> and is uh it's it's a middle grade thing that he kind of mm-hmm. wrote for his kids and, and he was reading to his kids as as he was writing them. So uh that one is the one he thinks might turn into a graphic novel, but yeah, he's yeah. not mm-hmm. certain yet. So if he did say YA, I can see this one being yeah, being that's kind of YA-ish. Thinking, yeah. yeah. He also said um, one of them will be in the first person, and this is kind of my candidate so far for which of them would be in first person. And and a lot of his YA has been first person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Alcatraz, that's also what I was uh, thinking. Cytoverse. Like all of the others, yeah. except for the fourth. We'll talk about mm-hmm. the fourth in a little bit. Uh, this is a good entry point for new Cosmere, or I guess not Cosmere, <laughs> new Brandonverse readers. Uh, and uh, this one is also the shortest of the four, uh, sitting at 85 to like 90,000 words, which is uh, shorter than Skyward, I want to say. I think Skyward is like 110. Something like that, yeah. That sounds rightish. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think the longest of the Cytoverse novellas, of the Skyward Flight novellas, is like 90,000. So we're probably looking at something similar yeah. to that. And uh, he did uh, say, or Peter said, or commented during the stream that the longest one of these overall would be like 105,000 approximately. So yeah, around this okay. range for all of them. So, so we are sitting in the in the Brandon novella kind of range, <laughs> yeah. uh, also also known as a novel to anyone else. Uh, anything else about book two before we move on to book three? Honestly, not really. Uh-huh. Like, there's not too much to to because it's non cosmic, so we don't have anything to base speculation on. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah my. My wild speculation is that it's non-Cosmere multiverse connecting mm-hmm. to Reckoner's universe in some way, but not directly referencing that, maybe? Those kind events? Meta-multiverse. And yeah. I, I could 
I could see it being sort of Alcatraz style, but a little less middle grade folk, because Alcatraz was middle grade. Uh, initially, at least, mm -hmm. they get a little dark. <laughs> Points. a little bit yeah <laughs> so uh, i could see that like being aged up a little bit um, but in a similar style at least to alcatraz yeah mm -hmm. okay cool uh let's move on to book three then and yep. uh marvin why don't you take this one for us yep so uh again we have some crazy world building in book three also again brandon talked about it being more setting wise rather than magic wise that it's going to be crazy so um uh yeah it's just wacky really the world that we are going to look at it's uh, again of course set on a new world and it will also reference other cosmic things and as we have said before it will be most similar to book one in that regard it also has a voice different from anything else um yeah the brand really tried out new things with these books and it has been many people's favorite um uh, he said on stream including like, brandon yeah. emily and peter Mm -hmm. I believe. Yep. Wow. So high, yeah. high expectations for that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is by far the hardest one for me to get any kind of read on. This, so, this could be literally anything, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so the weird abstract cover, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my first instinct was because I, I really, really want that story was. The kite magic system from uh, and whimsy as the shard on that planet mm -hmm. or celestial body what would end up being i would really love that i don't know how the cover quite fits into it but it's maybe like the story of two people finding each other by flying on their kites or i don't know <laughs> uh, i really oh, want I got, that i got interesting fast <laughs> i really <laughs> want that uh, kite magic story and just want to see whimsy uh so yeah and then my Second thought, after uh, looking at the cover a little more, I got Ether of Nights, Night Wipes, because um, mm -hmm. the, the the spiral pattern could be like Verdant, Aether, and the pink, more pinkish color, or was it even? Yeah, the bluish, sorry, the bluish could be Verdant, and the uh, pinkish red color could be Amberite, technically. Uh, if he keeps those things and judging by eighth of night like this the plot there we also have like two uh, love interests there who um, find to each other and are sort of also across because one is word and one is amberite so um yeah it it's i don't know like a romeo and juliet sort of situation almost i could see that happening and I don't know. I just really got Aether wipes there. Don't know uh, why exactly. You're not yeah. selling me on the idea, <laughs> but Brandon <laughs> has been talking more and more about Aethers recently. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's another aspect of why Like, I think he finally... Uh, like, because they have been on his mind so much after writing this book, maybe. So, uh, yeah. You Could know, be. looking at this cover closer, it almost like the people are like holding on to the spirals to like stay in place yeah or something enhance <laughs> it, do, it does look like that a little bit i'm wondering if maybe this is like some sort of like zero gravity situation where they're kind of like holding on to something while fighting and that's sort of where the like spiral weird angle thing has come from mm -hmm. 
And that would make sense because uh, Brandon also mentioned on stream that the science people gave him a real hard time, or he gave the science people <laughs> a real hard time, like the uh, beta readers and uh, other people who consult him on these sort of things. So zero gravity certainly would uh, pose some problems, I feel like. Yeah, apparently he's been doing interesting things with the with the cosmology of, mm -hmm. of some of these things. So we don't have high storms. We have high storms made of sand. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like Aether could, or a, something with Aethers could be could be likely. This being zero gravity does not preclude Aethers being yeah, involved. Not at all. Especially with the like, groups we've gotten about them not being from any one planet, maybe and things like and that. Having, so. And having spread in significant ways mm -hmm. throughout the Cosmere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And take us home, Grace. Give us okay. give us the last one, which is Book not four. the same as, as the first one this time. Definitely the most interesting, in my opinion. Um, so this is one where the main character is someone we've seen who hasn't had their own story yet. So we would know who the character is. Um, I'm half convinced the whole reason these are just silhouettes is because this figure is like very prominent and if yeah. it was like mm -hmm. fully covered, colored, we'd know exactly who it is. Um, That's valid. This has crazy world building, like everything he's talked about so far in these four. Uh, this is not a good entry point. It relies too much on other knowledge, specifically the backstory of the character we've seen before. The plotting for this one is leaning very hard on a specific style and is very polarizing depending on whether or not you like the style. It is set on a new world and it is something he has wanted to write years away but decided he had to do it now or it would never get done. So I have an opinion about this, this style point that, mm -hmm. that he puts in there. I think Brandon finally decided to try to write something in second person. Interesting. Because he has been... Uh, it, it's, he mentions N.K. Jemison a lot in, in writing excuses, mm -hmm. in his lectures, in interviews, and in just conversations. Like, that's an author that he respects and likes and admires. And writing in second person is one of the things that she is very famous for. And, and it's a style thing that's super polarizing for people. Like, for yeah. me, it was extremely difficult to get into, into second person because it's such a... It's such a difficult chain, like paradigm shift in, in the way you process the, the thing, or at least that was for me. So that's that's where I am I am I'm I'm putting my 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 flag on this hill. <laughs> I'm saying book four, secret project four is second person, and some people are gonna love it and some people are gonna hate it. And I'm gonna hate it. My thought on reading it. And how he sort of talked about the plot is that it would be more something that leans very heavily on a specific genre that isn't necessarily fantasy or sci-fi. So the comparison is like WandaVision. That mm -hmm. is a superhero TV show where the beginning leaned very heavily on this like sitcom style of storytelling. And I was mm. wondering if it would be something similar where maybe it was like 
written in the format of a play or something weird like that, or maybe even less than that, but something where it's not a sci-fi or fantasy genre, but it leans so heavily into how that other genre is written that for a fantasy reader, it might be like off-putting. Or it could be like, like, uh, what is it called? Epistolaries, I think. Mm-hmm. Where it's like yeah. in-world letters and artifacts that are that either oh, yeah, tell that the would... story or like form a dialogue that tells the story. Like World War Z, I believe, was written that way. Or like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't the original Dracula that way? I think yeah. I think yeah. that's another one that was written that way. Mm-hmm. I think he said on stream actually that only one of, one of these would be first person, and the other three would be third person. And only that he's writing them in different styles of third person. So I'm expecting some of them to be maybe be omniscient. Um, I think I think he said one of them is going to be first person. And I think he also said that one of them has two POVs. Okay. Because he was talking about how for most of these, it's very easy to write and revise because you just go straight through mm-hmm. and it's a single point of view and it's very easy. But when you have two, you have to, ba- you have to pace... Mm-hmm the two because they go in parallel right and i I think he mentioned that one of them was gonna okay. be two and i mean that's got to be the third one right <laughs> if we have two people on the camera because yeah, it has two yeah. people on the camera yeah <laughs> okay but i thought he said they were the rest were three uh third person but i might misremember that but yeah I, I, what i was thinking with the strange plotting i thought maybe it was like just the structure of it that it w- would jump around a, l- a lot or something like that, maybe that might not work for people. But I, I, I definitely like this sort of maybe epistolary idea. Uh, I do really like that. It like it would be epi- epigraphs taken to the extreme, more or less. Brandon Sanderson, the epigraph story. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually each chapter is like six pages of epigraphs and, and then two sentences of the actual chapter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, when I first saw the cover, my in- instant idea was that those things in the background look like floating cities. And so my first thought was, this is going to be Silence Divine. Just like, without Ashen. thinking too much about it. Yeah, it's Ashen after whatever happened there. And um, we are going to finally see that story. And it sort of would make sense because Brandon has been talking about like the pandemic is sort of the perfect like example for him to maybe base that story around or like uh, get inspiration for it so i find it would be very fitting um (laughs) if that was uh, the book i do think that would make sense but it just makes me wonder who that like character would be that we've seen before yeah Um, it's silence divine looking at the cover a little more the clothing of the person looks pretty modern i find like it, it doesn't look like a jacket or a coat mm-hmm. right it doesn't look fantasy like mm-hmm. to me I, I don't mean fantasy like it could be whatever but uh, it doesn't look like it's not definitely not armor and it's also not like i don't know in the in the third cover we have like this more uh, a coat i think is what it looks like so um it definitely looks like a more modern sort of attire in the fourth one He's so, like holding something against his heart as well. Mm-hmm. I cannot yeah. tell what that is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I've seen some people on Discord say that it all this is like a gem heart, or some people are throwing the word topaz mm-hmm. in there, yeah. which mm-hmm. is uh, which is a very cheeky word <laughs> to throw around in the Cosmere. Yeah, uh, it does. It does look like it's a a fiery type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily fire, but maybe fire colored. Yeah. Do we have any ideas on who the character we think it is? From our thousands of options? <laughs> the hotel lady from Bands of Morning. <laughs> she, is, she is the hero we need. I'm thinking this is probably a world hopper, but not one of the main ones. So like Felt, maybe, or I was thinking like Asladin, but Demo's world hopper wife, but I think this is looks more like a guy on the cover, possibly. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I could really see it being felt actually. Like maybe he uh, before coming to Rosha or, or after he came to, uh, because it's backstory. Maybe before he came to Rosha, he took a little trip to Ashen. Maybe I don't know. I could I could see that. Like if it was Silence Divine, yes, uh, like working that framework. I have seen some people in in the Discord hypothesize felt. I have seen um, the three world hoppers mm-hmm. from the Way of Kings. The one chasing chasing Oizo, Bayon from White Sand, uh, Demu from Mistborn, and Galadon from uh, I was gonna say Atlantis <laughs> from Atlantis. Uh, Surprise, this story takes place in Atlantis. <laughs> um, what else have I seen? I've seen people want it to be a Chris story, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a Chris story. Yeah, no. um, I've seen people want this to be Silverlight. I don't think it's going to be Silverlight, but please, Blandon, Blandon, yeah. Brandon, let it be Silverlight. <laughs> um, I've seen people want it to be Hoid. I mean, and that's also like, where the Topaz comes in. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I personally doubt it's going to be hoid it would make a lot of sense in the framework of like him wanting to write uh, or having planned it for years in uh in the future but i also don't think it's hoid like just yeah. that person doesn't look like hoid like that that's not mm-hmm. a hoid for me on the cover and yeah i don't think it's likely and, and this is this is such a like like an action hero pose and mm-hmm. hoid is a clown <laughs> yeah. all right I, I don't know how realistic this would be, but hear me out. So this is like one of the five scholars, like Arsteel or something, back in his world hopping days. And it's like epistolary and the format is like him writing letters to the other five scholars and taking notes oh. on the planet he's on or whatever. Oh, I love it. I, oh, I've seen I've seen Naz oh, yeah. as an mm-hmm. option. And, and I'm reminded of that because the the thing you described, I was like, oh, this would be perfect as a, except if he said Naz instead of one of the five <laughs> yeah. scholars, right? My- Somebody, because he kind of looks like a like a badass James Bond type of, you know, uh, uh, character, and he goes around on on different worlds and is collecting things, and the story is him complaining to Chris in oh, yeah. in Epistolary. My- I I love. That would be awesome, yeah. My only hesitation with Naz is that would Brandon write that story secret from Isaac? Yeah. Probably yeah, not. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. 
Coming back to the Five Scholar one, what is <laughs> complete crackpot, but uh, it would be very fitting to, for that in the background to be the cognitive anom anomaly. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> hate it so much, so much hate. I mean, many things or places to choose from that it could be. Um, yeah. But I still like it being yeah. Ashen, just because if that's not a floating city in the background, I don't know. <laughs> what it could yeah no i know i know punny zoomed in on one of these and it's like well these three pixels kind of look like a skyscraper i'm like yeah that's these yeah these three pixels do look like that you're you're not wrong yeah especially the right one mm -hmm. although now yeah. looking at it at an angle it kind of looks like a wasp but also i can see you know a city upside down so yeah mm -hmm. cool um we are coming up on one hour Yep. Of, of raw recording which is amazing for us this is world first um <laughs> so let me let me give you just a one minute recap for brand new brand Sanderson books coming over in 2023 on kickstarter one every three months three of them are cosmere one of them is none uh they are going to come out in the order you see them on the the cover graphic so Cosmere, non-Cosmere, followed by two Cosmere ones. All of them are on brand new worlds. I think all of them are going to be new characters, except for one who is a character we've seen before, but has never had their own story. And over the month of March, we're going to be getting live streams every Thursday alongside uh, readings slash previews from these stories. Uh, and then, so I think the way this is going to work is we're going to get a reading from the first secret project this Thursday, which might be the past Thursday, so March <laughs> 3rd. And then I think the Thursday after that, we're going to get a live stream that talks about uh, the reading from the previous Thursday. And I, I think the live streams are going to play catch up on, on the readings is how mm. that's going to work out. So you will know very soon whether or not our speculation is correct or completely yeah. off the mark. Or you <laughs> might already know that. And we live in the past that is the future. Um, I don't think we're going to be doing Who's That Cosmere character, yeah. but let's do final thoughts, final round, hot takes, lukewarm takes, whatever you want to. The mic is yours, Marvin. If that's not Ashen cover for, I don't know. <laughs> so, are you gonna eat a shoe? I'm not going to eat a shoe. I'm the, just ping me whenever <laughs> we find out what it is and tell me you were wrong. That's all I'm. Your going commitment to is weak, but these words are accepted. <laughs> Grace, final thoughts. Just random final thought I had is that. In that first secret project image, the celestial body is literally pulling the rock and water out of the planet, and that's why it's like flying up. That is a thought. <laughs> My final thought: I love the Hoid art the, mm. the, that is on the Kickstarter that is commissioned. Fantastic! It's not my headcanon for Hoid, but I love it. Uh, and I also love the cover of the third secret project, the one with the pink and pink and blue that we have no idea what that is. Uh, I love it the most. I think this this combination of colors just mm -hmm. speaks to me. Yes, they are all very pretty colors, or yep. covers. Cool. 
Well, that is the end of this special episode of Shardcast. It is uh, far from the last time you will hear Shardcast discussing these. We just wanted to get something out before we knew anything about it to mm-hmm. speculate on what in these worlds these could be without pretty much any information. Yep, I, I think we're going to have a lot of these special episodes as we get previews and readings and streams and, and things like that. But you can find us at 17shard.com for always news, theories, discussion, fun, all of these things you can ask for. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. We have Discord, where a lot of us hang out most of the time. You can, there's something about leaving us a review on iTunes. I think I remember that from the, from the outro. Uh, and you can definitely support us on Patreon for as long, as low as one gold coin per month we got some rhythm of war topics coming up for you next uh, but we're gonna need to find time to schedule these because <laughs> brandon very inconsiderately just ruined our 2022 schedule yep he ruined uh, our 2023 schedule and we and haven't even made that schedule. yet yeah we, yeah we will probably be able to do podcasts on just these and we'll mm. also have to find time to fit lost middle topics in somehow yep <sighs> damn it brandon <laughs> but that is that is for us to worry about and for you to consume the the fruits of our labors uh stay tuned for more content and have fun with the year of sanderson which is next year Bye. Bye. Bye.